Check out Unpacking Israeli History podcast. From the history of infamous terror groups, Hamas and Hezbollah, to the story of Nakba, to Israel's disengagement from Gaza in 2005, there's so much to uncover. Unpacking Israeli History cuts through the noise and helps you understand Israel's present through understanding Israel's history. Catch up on previous seasons and enjoy new episodes from Season 6 each week. So, educate yourself. Learn the history behind the headlines. Find Unpacking Israeli History wherever you listen to podcasts. Saturdays are for sunshine, especially for your ears. With another election, ongoing wars, and natural disasters, we know the news can be a lot to take in. And we're determined to share the bright side of humanity. Every Saturday, take a breather from the headlines and hear all the uplifting happenings across the world with Five Good Things, a new weekend edition of CNN Five Things. That means you can find this goodness in the same feed as Five Things. Listen to Five Good Things on the iHeartRadio app. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. This Day in History class is a production of iHeartRadio. Hello, and welcome to This Day in History class, a show that uncovers a little bit more about history every day. I'm Gabe Lussier, and today we're looking at the story behind one of the most richly adorned artifacts of ancient Rome, a ceremonial altar honoring the ruler who brought peace to the volatile region for more than two centuries. The day was January 30th, 9 BC. The Altar of Peace was dedicated in Rome as a tribute to Caesar Augustus. The ornate marble monument was a square enclosure built on a low platform with an open-air altar at its center. The altar was used for the ritual sacrifice of animals, a religious rite carried out annually by magistrates, priests, and vestal virgins. But aside from the altar's, let's say, practical purpose, it also functioned as an important propaganda tool for Augustus. Its exterior walls were adorned with intricately carved friezes, which told the story of Augustus's reign and reinforced his image as the ruler who brought peace to the empire. That narrative wasn't too far off the mark, either. Prior to Augustus, formerly known as Gaius Octavius, the Roman Republic had been characterized by political assassinations, power struggles, and civil wars. But the chaos of that failed government finally came to an end in 31 BC, when Augustus defeated Mark Antony and Cleopatra at the Battle of Actium. Four years later, the Roman Senate granted extraordinary powers to its liberator, bestowing upon him the name and title of Caesar Augustus. This effectively made him both the founder and the first emperor of the newly formed Roman Empire. The reign of Augustus was a time of substantial change for Rome, socially, politically, and culturally. He passed laws to encourage marital stability and to revive traditional religious practices, and he improved the administration of the empire by instituting a system of taxation and a census. He also led a number of public works projects, 
including building more roads and monuments, founding a postal service, and establishing a regular police force and fire brigade. This period of unprecedented development and stability became known as the Pax Romana, or the Roman Peace. But that's not to say that the Roman military sat on its laurels during Augustus's reign. Far from it. He greatly expanded the empire's territory through military conquest, annexing Egypt, part of Spain, areas of Central Europe, and even parts of the Middle East. It was after his victorious campaigns in Spain and Gaul in 13 BC that the Senate proposed building a monument to Augustus. It would be called the Ara Pacis Augusti, or the Altar of Augustan Peace, and it would stand in the Campus Martius, an area just outside the city that had traditionally been used as a military training ground. Construction began soon after the Senate's proposal and took roughly four years to complete. The monument was formally dedicated on January 30th, 9 BC, a date chosen for two symbolic reasons. First, it was the birthday of Augustus's wife, Livia. And second, it was the anniversary of Augustus's assumption of the title Pater Patriae, or father of the country. The four walls that formed the altar's enclosure measured about 35 feet wide and long and 38 feet high. They were carved from solid luna marble, and each side featured four panels of detailed friezes, or sculpted decorations. The north and south-facing panels are the most well-known today, depicting stately processions of Augustus, his family, and an assortment of magistrates, priests, bodyguards, and attendants. These scenes embody the central ideals of Augustus's reign, family values, religious devotion, and civic duty, and emphasize the connection between them as a way of maintaining peace. The other panels are a bit more diverse in their subject matter. The upper parts of those exterior walls depict four scenes from Roman mythology, including the legendary founders of Rome, Romulus and Remus. The lower panels, on the other hand, feature elegant patterns made up of traditional Roman motifs, such as plants, fruits, flowers, and animals. The friezes centered on myth and nature may not seem as explicitly tied to Augustus as the others, but in the minds of the ancient Romans, it was all connected. By showing the emperor's own lineage and reign, alongside scenes from Roman legend, the suggestion was that it was all part of one grand ongoing story and the natural imagery of plants and animals further evoked the current happy chapter, symbolizing the abundance and prosperity which the empire enjoyed under Augustus's rule. Originally, each of these scenes would have been painted in vivid colors to stand out against the white marble, but unfortunately, all of that color has since been lost due to centuries of exposure to the elements. The altar itself was also hit hard by the passage of time. Following the eventual fall of the Roman Empire, the monument sank into disrepair and was gradually buried in silt thanks to the periodic flooding of the Tiber River. By late antiquity, it had practically disappeared from view and wouldn't be seen again until the Renaissance, when portions of the monument were intermittently discovered. Even then, a full excavation of the Altar of Peace wouldn't take place until the 20th century, when fascist Italian dictator Benito Mussolini ordered it to be dug up and reconstructed at a new location several hundred meters away. Nearly 70 years after that, in 2006, the altar was once again relocated, this time to a modern museum designed by American architect Richard Meyer. 
Housed within its own dedicated museum, the Altar of Peace is finally shielded from the elements, allowing it to continue singing the praises of Caesar Augustus for many generations to come. And thanks to new technology, including VR goggles and projection lights, guests can even visualize the altar's original, full-color appearance, just as the Emperor's PR team would have wanted. I'm Gabe Luzier, and hopefully you now know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. If you'd like to keep up with the show, you can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at TDIHCshow. And if you have any feedback to share, you can always send it my way by writing to thisday at iheartmedia.com. Thanks to Chandler Mays for producing the show, and thank you for listening. I'll see you back here again tomorrow for another day in history class. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste, the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media. But now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, CNN's chief medical correspondent, and this is Chasing Life. Three out of four U.S. adults are considered overweight or have obesity. 75% of Americans. Dr. Fatima Cody-Stanford. Our weight is one factor that plays a role in our health. But by itself, it doesn't give us the full story of who we are. We have to look at our full person. Listen to Chasing Life, streaming now on the iHeartRadio app.